0: This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackabee.org.
1: Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Richard Blackabee Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host, and here to walk you through the issues, help you become a better leader, is none other than Richard Blackbee. Good to be with you, Sam. Always a pleasure, Richard. And we are recording this in a time where uh, we're at a wait-and-see period yeah. uh, with this uh, election. And, uh, you know, it doesn't seem that there are answers on the horizon. And so we're recording this a little bit before, uh, it airs. So by the time you're listening to this, we might know who the next president is. Um, but, uh, I, you know, we thought that this might be a, a good time to bring up a, another issue that perhaps this presidential election cycle has, has raised. Um, and that is the issue of waiting. Yeah. Um, I know you don't like to wait. No. And I think <laughs> no one likes to wait. If we're honest with ourselves, yeah. we'd much rather be doing something, uh, than waiting. And, uh, for the leader, why, why is that something to consider? What does that reveal about us if, if we don't like to wait? Um, so what, what's the, and, and we'll get into the details of it as we go here, but, uh, Why bring up this topic now?
0: Yeah, well, as you say, Sam, the election uh, certainly was a time of waiting. It's long. It seems like, uh, especially with the COVID concerns and issues, this time uh, uh, long gone now. Are the you know find out by dinner time who who's the new president? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so people kept waiting, waiting, and and trying to decide. You know, we were watching the news, and it's like, okay, well, at ten o'clock, do we just Go to bed. Is there more to? Do we wait up till eleven? We wait up till twelve, and uh, of course, then it dragged on for several days, and uh, and then you go into court battles and legal issues, and and so it's kind of like, well, how long is it going to take until all the dust is finally settled and we we know something? And, and and this is all against the
1: backdrop of COVID-19, where people are just waiting. Yeah, when vaccine, is this going to be done? Waiting and to,
0: and, Yeah, and when can we stop wearing masks everywhere? When can we just go and sit in the stands and watch my son's high school football game or those kind of things? Uh, You know, a lot of questions, and and it can drive you crazy when it's well, we don't know, or maybe in the new year, or maybe by the spring, or and uh, and so I think uh, just I was just reminded, I think uh, especially with the election, but really over the since COVID, especially. Uh, waiting to hear about something, waiting to hear if I've been uh, furloughed, waiting to hear if I'm being brought back, uh, waiting to hear if this uh, stimulus package is going to pass where... It just seems like life consists in waiting. I just actually came right from taking my parents to a doctor's appointment, and so speaking of waiting, <laughs> it's fresh on my mind. Yeah, I, you know what's what's the point of an appointment time when you get there uh, it's, and it's yeah.
1: like you know thirty minutes, an hour on, and yeah. you're still waiting. And then to they see.
0: they deceive you into putting you in a room, and you think that that means you're closer to seeing a doctor now. It yeah, just that's, means that's on purpose. They've it's shifted like, you to a different place to they've wait. They've been in
1: the time. waiting room thirty minutes, so let's put them in the yeah, the, change what, their scenery. examination room for another thirty. Uh,
0: Uh, So waiting is, uh, I I think, an issue of life, but certainly leaders uh, need to wrestle with this one because, uh, for one, waiting tends to reveal some things about you, uh, your character, your worldview, your walk with God. A lot is exposed when you watch someone wait. Just sit in a waiting room in a doctor's office where the doctor's running late, and you'll learn a lot about people by the way they handle it. Uh, what they do while they're waiting. Yeah. Uh, their attitude, uh, their politeness or rudeness as it uh, develops. Uh, but also, I think that uh, waiting or not waiting has led to some significant uh, mistakes, uh, regrets. A lot of people, I could tell you, in life and in business uh, and in church work, wish they could do have a do over and. Either wait longer or not have waited as long, and so it raises a lot of issues. Uh, like, w- so when do you sort of cut bait and move on? Uh, I've waited now for this long. Uh, have I just been wasting a lot of time, just sitting still? Should I have been moving forward sooner, or did I quit? Did I give up just days before we might have had a breakthrough? Uh, did I did I jump the gun and maybe I settled for? Less than what I could have if I just waited a little bit longer. So, you, you look back in life sometimes and think, ah, you know, I think I, I should have been more patient on that one, or maybe I was too patient. And so, we want to talk about waiting. I think it has a lot to say. Uh, yeah, as what, with what leaders. Well, have it's to so face. fundamental to the human experience too. Like,
1: you know, waiting for uh, perhaps a spouse, waiting for I mean, there, it's every turn it seems you have to wait for something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you could say perhaps uh, one of the keys to success for people is how well they handle their waiting. Mm. Uh, So, you know, first issue, I think maybe is just what does if if you struggle to wait, if you struggle uh, waiting for uh, something to occur, the right opportunity to come along, uh, what does that reveal about yourself or what does that reveal about your character? And obviously, number one, it can mean that you lack patience. You're just not a patient person. Yeah. Uh, And patience certainly is a virtue. Uh, Patience doesn't mean that you don't want to get things done, but it means you have a sense of timing. It means that you want to maximize uh, your effort. And so, you know what, if I just uh, wait a little bit longer, uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you you see impatient people, they tend to waste a lot of time. It's kind of like, Okay, I've got to pick this up at the store, but if uh, but th- my dry cleaning won't be ready until one o'clock this afternoon, and and then I've got to do this, and so I'm just so impatient. I'm going to go ahead and just go run down there and pick up the one thing that is ready. Well, you know, in the end, you you, you make three trips. Yeah. You could have made one trip if you'd just been willing to wait until the last item was ready. But instead, you're you're running back and forth all day long, uh, burning extra fuel and uh, wasting more time and. And then you see patient people, who get—they actually get more done oftentimes because they're not wasting effort. Uh, they're not making three trips when they could have made one trip. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so it, you, when when you struggle to wait, uh, it certainly says something about your patience. It it also can say something about your lack of faith or your faith in God. Um, and I and I watch this uh, particularly with things like the election when people are agonizing and of course vote leads are, are changing and states and 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 you you feel like the longer you wait the maybe the less chance your person has of winning or more chance that winning and you you just you don't you just want time to hurry up and end it's kind of like waiting for christmas when you're a kid it's like <laughs> yeah. you know how could i i think it was my son mike one time when he was Still two weeks off from Christmas, and he was like, "I just wish I could fast forward my life. It's just, hmm. uh, but what that sometimes means is it reveals a lack of faith in God. Uh, it says, I, I just don't trust that God's going to work this one out the way uh, I think He should, and so I just yeah. wish that things would hurry up and uh, get done.' And uh, but if you if you really believe that at the end of the day. God is going to have his way, whatever it is that God wants to do, uh, he's going to accomplish. That does give you a certain, uh, calmness and peace to mm-hmm. say it's not, and, and it, and it, and it reminds you that it's, you know, it's out of your control. It's uh you, you, you just have to trust God and you have to leave it in his hands. And, uh, if something belongs to God, I just can't stress about it. I've got to just know it's not my, ultimately it's not me. So, uh, God, if if God's the one that's going to do this, then it's going to be up to His timing as well. You
1: know, so I, I suspect I can hear people asking, uh, so we should all just become passive then, and just hey, whatever happens happens. Uh, you sort of take the
0: yeah, well, the, the, I, you know, and that's a good question. I think it, it actually leads to uh, a, a third point, which is uh, when you struggle to be to wait, it, it it often means that you assume it's all about it's all up to you that you know you've got to take action because you're the yeah. only one that you, it's you've got to do it you've got to fix it and what i would just say is certainly if there's something that you can do you should do it and and my general philosophy is the sooner the better if it's something that the timing's right now then don't wait till tomorrow to do it but but, some, but sometimes waiting means i realize i I've, I've got no control over this i i've done all i can do you know, it's not, my mother is not always patient in her older age, and uh, will be at the counter. You know, I, I've been taking her to some doctors' appointments, and you check in, and you're you're waiting. And I've been doing a lot of that with her lately, and uh, and so she'll say, "Well, why don't you go up there and tell them that we've been waiting ten minutes now?" It's like, "Well, mom, they we we just checked in ten minutes ago. They know we're here." Yeah, but maybe if you told them, it would make a difference. And. Well, okay. So then we we tell them, you know, well they're they're running a little behind, but they're you know they should get to us soon. Well, ten minutes later. Well, maybe you should go just see how it is now. (laughs) It's like mom, you need a countdown clock. There's uh, there just comes a a point where it's just overkill. It's you just need to wait at this point. Well,
1: you know, and I think that's even why uh, there are things like the progress bar. You know, on certain things, if you download something or, yeah, you know, if you're... Because we are not good at waiting. Yeah, like we
0: like, want I, to feel like there's progress at least.
1: W- yeah, we need to know Closer. where are we in the process.
0: Like, yeah. are we at the beginning of the wait
1: period? Are we yeah. in the middle or are we close to the end?
0: Yeah. And that's why I think even sometimes when you call in and they say you're, you know, right now they're estimating about 10-minute wait. So it, it just somehow knowing it's 10 minutes makes a difference. But, but that just to say, uh, if you... Waiting, there, there are times that where you can do some things while you wait. There's some things maybe you can speed things up if you do, uh, you know, say something, or and then there's other times where you really it's it's at this point it's out of your control. And so, do you can you are you okay with things that are out of your control? Yeah, can you still have peace? Can you trust that God, but God's still in control? So, um. And, uh, and also, I, I think when you struggle with uh, waiting, it, it also reveals a short-term view. Um, when, when you're impatient, you, you feel like, uh, I, well, we've, this has got to be dealt with now. And, uh, uh, and sometimes things take longer than we'd like, and things to be done well take longer than we would mm. like. And oftentimes, the people I've known who've really struggled a lot in life are the people that didn't have a very long-term view they didn't want to wait for some things to ripen and, uh, to mature and to come to pass. And the
1: quick fix is so, uh, attractive. Yeah. And we
0: we live in that kind of microwavable society where it's (laughs) just speed everything up and just blast it and get it done. And, uh, and it it takes certain, it's a character issue to be able just to be calm and to know that certain things take time and certainly important things tend to take time. Um, and so, uh, you know, fifth thing is just a, a, an overactive sense of urgency. Sometimes things aren't as urgent as we tend to think they are. We, we could be, be better at waiting if we didn't see everything as an emergency. Again, yeah. I, this just kind of brings my mother up a lot now, right <laughs> now, but you know, my mom, uh, was, she, she's, she's kind of manages the household with my dad, as you know, and, um, and so she has a lot of responsibility on her plate. And so there's times where she'll, uh, the other day she called and, uh, it's like, well, Richard, we got to. We have, have we, have you done this yet? Or have you decided this yet? And it's like, well, no, I'm still, you know, I've, I've got, I'm still checking on this I'm checking on that. Well, I may just have to go ahead and just, just decide. I may just have to go and do it myself then. And it's, of course, she's not capable of doing that, but, uh, but I'll just say, mom, it, just chill out. Like there's, there, this is not this is not an emergency. Uh, yeah. We we still need to get this information. We still need to get on this list. We still need to figure out that. Uh, we still need to close down this. There's three or four things that need to be done first. And we're on we're we're on schedule. We're 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 not behind. We're not late. It's yeah. just it's just the process. But but sometimes people get they they have this feeling of because they feel urgent and they feel stressed. Yeah then it's like, I, I, I don't know. And I, I mean, I've been there too. Sometimes it's just like, let's just decide. I mean, this yeah. this may come back to bite us, but at least it'll be over. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to wait anymore. Yeah. And of course, those are usually the times that lead to the most regret.
1: Well, you know, I think sometimes when you see, like when you've made your decision and you know what what the next, you know, what it's going to look like, ultimately the steps to get there can sometimes see, seem like a barrier rather than a necessary part of the process. You say, well, I know I want it to look like X, but like all these other things that have to happen yeah. in between are, are a frustration and a distraction, and so I want to get rid of those as fast as I can to get
0: to that X. Yeah, uh, and there's sometimes where there's things you can do, and that's great instead of just sitting still, but, uh, um, but at the same time, we it is certainly characteristic of this society that uh, yeah. we're not w- everything has been so instant for us uh, at this point that uh, t- to wait for anything just to have slower uh, downloadable internet speeds yeah. or cell phone coverage uh, anymore. We're just used to it being faster and faster and faster, and uh, and so we tend to live our lives that way. And uh, well,
1: and it's a you know it's an instant gratification. Uh, society that we live in now. And so yeah. nothing, uh, you know, very few people want to put in the time to see long-term results.
0: Yeah. And just a couple things that just struggling to wait, reflect on, uh, an important one is it, it may reflect that you're not very good at delayed gratification, which we've kind of touched on, but, uh, you know, certainly in things like uh, education, I've known people that, they should. They were really encouraged to go to college or to pick up a master's degree or even a PhD. But uh, they were just anxious to get on with it. They were tired of school. They were tired of, you know, what another degree first before I can start uh, getting into a profession. And so I, I realized that uh, if I, if I don't persevere and get this other degree, this MBA, then uh, I may always struggle to be. Of get a management position in my job. You know, I can get a job now, but, uh, but long-term I may have a, a lower ceiling on where I can go with that because I just wasn't patient enough to wait out and get one more degree. And, yeah. uh, I wanted, I want to start earning money now. I want to, you know, I want to get out there and stop having to go to school now. And, um, I see that in marriage. I, I and this is, can be heartbreaking sometimes, but, I see people that they just want to be married. They want to start yeah. their family, and they're looking at their prospects. They've got one offer on the table, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, not that uh, attractive necessarily. Not the kind of spouse that they'd ever dreamed of being married to, but it but is available. An offer. <laughs> yeah, available. Yeah. Sometimes that's people's greatest uh, quality, and uh, and <laughs> and I've seen people that thought, well, better than nothing. And of course, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Sometimes things aren't better than nothing. Sometimes yeah. nothing is better. It, yeah, uh, And you get stuck in a job you hate or a marriage you hate uh, because you just want to get on with it. Hey, I'm 19 now and I'm not married yet. That's, so let's get on. I, I don't want to wait until I'm 25 uh, to, to meet the right person. Um, so we we, we we don't have that character stamina, um, to, to wait for the right thing, to, to delay some things, gratification so that we can get way more, uh, gratification later when we've got the right thing. And, uh, and that just kind of goes in with just a lack of perseverance. Sometimes waiting is hard and it means, uh, stealing yourself and enduring, uh, some things, you know, I, I, I th- when people take time to, in their starter home and to build up their home so that if, that's, that's, not where they plan to live the rest of their life, but you be a good steward of what you have and the investment you have now. And, and then later you upgrade and, uh, sometimes you finish your master's degree before you start your family or they're just, uh, you, but there's a lot of tough decisions you have to make. And sometimes it means you go without some things in the, in the immediate term so that you maybe have more things in the long term uh but it means you have got to persevere and some people just are not good at persevering if yeah. they, if they can't get the rewards now they just they don't have the the fortitude to keep persevering and and the last one just to say that is revealed sometimes it, when i see people who struggle with waiting um, it's that they, often they don't really have much hope for the future. I mean, if you yeah. really are confident in the future, if you're confident that God has the future in his hands and that things ultimately will work out, um, then y- you, you can put up with some stuff and that aren't h- how you'd like right now. But, uh, if you feel like, and we've kind of talked a bit about this, the way people looked at the, uh, the U S election, it was like, well, if my guy doesn't win, then there's no, there's no hope. Yeah. <laughs> all is, all is lost. And I would say, well, if you don't really have a very high view of God, then that may be the case. Yeah. But if you believe that God continues to rule, God continues to bring good out of bad, uh, then you realize that there's still hope. And so it may mean that there's some things I'm hoping for in my country that I may have to wait a bit longer for. Uh, but I, but I, I have hope that one day we will see that because god is in control and uh, god's not given up and and i know god can use people like me uh to make a difference and so uh so sometimes when i see people that just they they jump the gun they they just take what's there they don't persevere it kind of reflects a lack of hope that uh, things can be any better if, mm-hmm. if you really believe things can be better then, then you tend to have more steel in your soul to just wait it out. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have much hope, then you just go ahead and take what's there. And, uh, and so, I, yeah, basically just to summarize this first part by just saying, look at how well you've been handling waiting on things. Are you a nervous wreck? Are you anxious? Are you uh, obnoxious? Are you grumpy? Um, or are you resigned to the fact that you've done what you can you know, you maybe you voted. Now you got to wait and find out how that turns out or, uh, you know, what that's going to do to the economy. Or, you know, you, you do what's in your purview to do, but then uh, you also just sort of hold on to God and uh, and and wait patiently to see how things unfold over time. And uh, that's that's going to be a challenge for some folks. Oh, for sure. Well, let's take a quick break
1: here and we'll be right back. Join Richard Blackaby on November 10th for a virtual interactive men's conference hosted by Iron Sharpens Iron. This virtual event will be from November 10th to 14th and features over 30 speakers. Find out more and register at IronSharpensIron.net. Well, Richard, we've looked at uh, what, how you handle waiting reveals about uh, you as a person, and uh, I suspect that there, you, you know, <clears throat> there are different situations in where you you have to wait. And then there's some situations where you don't, you don't have to wait. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this before in, in, in hiring, uh, uh, processes where you, you know, you've, you've taken the best available, but, uh, the, the person that you were supposed to hire just wasn't available yet. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just didn't wait long enough to find that person. So maybe walk us through those situations where you should wait versus those when you shouldn't wait.
0: Yeah. And Sometimes I think you just need to stop and say, I know I'm frustrated. I know I'm anxious here. I, I really want to get this thing wrapped up. And of course, as we've said before, sometimes what makes you a great leader can also be your, your Achilles heel as well. And so people like me, uh, we like closure. We like to make a decision. Uh, we don't, I don't like loose ends. And so that's going to always drive me toward, let's decide, let's, let's get this thing done. Let's wrap this up. Uh, and so I'm going to have to, for me, every time I wait, I'm having to fight against my natural instincts and those natural instincts normally make me a good leader because people, I don't leave stuff undealt with if it's something i'm supposed to do i get on it and people know it's going to it'll be taken care of but but sometimes uh there's some evidence that just suggests it it, it, uh, for this one it's better to wait and so uh, four things i would just say sometimes you wait because the reward justifies it uh if you want to if you want to be happily married and you've not yet found the one Mm -hmm. there's something a a happy marriage is worth waiting for yeah (laughs) Anyone that is happily married knows uh, it was worth waiting until I found that one that I could truly could bring me joy. Or on a, on a less severe uh, level, that that pumpkin pie or that <laughs> pecan pie is going to taste better after it's cooked than yes. before. It's, uh, I know. Well, you, now my daughter, your wife, uh, we could never convince her that a, a cooked cookie tasted better well, than there's cookie a, there's dough. A lot, but, there's a whole swath
1: of the population that believes in uh, eating the dough yeah, rather than the cooked I, I, there, cookie. But yeah. that's
0: it. That'll be a different podcast. Yeah, that, we'll take that up <laughs> another time. But uh, so th- it, what's the reward for waiting as opposed to the reward of just going ahead and jumping in now yeah. and 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 measure that? And And often there is a reward if you just quit waiting and you go for it. But sometimes there's a much greater reward, yeah. If you wait and yeah, so what are the, what are measure the stakes.
1: Those. What are, I like
0: that. Uh, and then a second thing is just: are the people involved trustworthy? And so, if for instance uh, you're waiting on someone uh, uh, for them to make a decision, maybe you, maybe you want to hire someone, uh, but they're weighing everything, they're praying about it, and you really want to fill that position, and you're having to wait on this person. Well, uh, how long are you going to wait? Uh, well, it depends on who the person is. If it's, if, uh, if it's a very high caliber staff, a person that could really help your company and you know, they're reliable, you know, they're not just leading you on. They're not playing games with you. They're not trying to like find a way to negotiate, you know, more salary or something. They're just, they're honestly seeking God and weighing the cost and, and thinking through the future uh, then if, if you know the people involved that are that are causing you to wait and you trust them, then um, then it, oftentimes it's worth the wait. Uh, and again, th- th- sometimes the reason we, we struggle is we don't trust the people. Yeah. I don't trust that those, uh, th- those nurses that are chit-chatting behind that desk over there and now I, we're running an hour late on our appointment, I'm not convinced that they really do care that we've been here an hour yet. And yeah. so... I'm going to keep wanting to go up there and move things along. But uh, but if I know the person and I know that the weight that I'm enduring, um, they would not have me do that needlessly. That makes a difference. Who's involved? I, mm-hmm. I can wait longer if I trust the people involved. And right going right with that, uh, if I trust the process. And of course, with this election that has just taken place. There's some accusations and questions about, was this a fair process? Uh, And of course, then when you're waiting and it's like, well, why is it taking so long to count votes? Uh, If you trust the process, then you can wait and say, well, we'll find out soon enough. If you don't trust the process, waiting becomes agonizing. And we've kind of seen some of that. So, um, so again, depending on the process, it, it kind of helps you to decide if it's a trustworthy process, but it's just been bogged down for some reason. Uh, you know, well, this, this person's on vacation right now, so it's going to be a week until we can get back to you. Uh, but I, but I know the process will keep on turning th- along. Yeah. Uh, then, then I can, I can wait uh, again. It, so I, you want to kind of evaluate the process and say, if, if, if basically this process is trustworthy and it's doing, it's, it's, it's in, it's moving forward. Albeit slowly, then maybe I. It's best just to wait. And the last thing is just is waiting the best option. Um, I could go ahead and jump the gun right now and just decide. But um, b- but again, if if there's a much greater reward to wait, uh, if really what I'd get now is nowhere near what I would get later, uh, then if it really everywhere i look at it it's just better to wait then just then at that point you've got to just chill out and say yeah clearly waiting is the best option at this point so i realize that i recognize that so i need to just stop stressing about it and being uptight about waiting and realize Hey, this is waiting is the best option. So let me make the most of it. That's why, for instance, I never go to a doctor's appointment without bringing a book with me. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't want to waste this time. I may have to wait. It may be the best thing. It's better than, you know, I I had I've got this pain in my side and uh, but they say that the doctor's running an hour late. Is it worth? waiting an hour to find out what's causing this pain or do I just go home and say, no, I'm not going to do that.
1: Or you just go ahead and take
0: out your appendix. Yeah. So proactively. So at some point you realize, you know what? Waiting is, is my best option. It's, it's yeah. necessary. So let's make the, the, the most of it. That's I, I've needed to read this book anyway. And so here I've got an hour where I don't have to feel guilty about just reading my book. So let me do that. So that's, uh, you know, there, that's some of the reasons why you should wait. You, you got to do the math sometimes. And, uh, and then decide really, that's the the best. I mean, it's the best option available to me right now is I just need to wait. So let me make them the if that's the best option, then let me make the the best of it. Now sometimes it's good to not wait anymore. there's a and and I'll, to be honest with you, there's times even as as driven as I am, there are times where I'm too patient. you know I, I wait too long. Now sometimes that can come into, Maybe it's a program in your business and it's not it's not really been nearly as successful as the hype and what you hope for. But you put some money into it and you're really wanting to get your money back. And so let's well, let's give it one more year. Let's just see if we can't turn this thing around. Uh, Or maybe it's a staff person and they have underperformed. They have disappointed you. You've talked to them about it. You've set goals, but it, it doesn't seem like they're changing. Um, how long do you kind of put up with someone that's uh, not doing the job that you need them to do? And sometimes we can be too patient with people. I mean, I think you should always try to do all you can to help your staff, but is there a point where you realize, now I've been working with this guy for three years and despite all of his promises and apologies, he's still giving me the same (laughs) sorry results, uh, at some and it's costing our business. It's yeah. uh it's costing our customers. So at at what point do you realize I've waited enough? I I gave this guy 3 years to try to get his act together and this is not a nursery school. This is a place for adults and and at some point uh it's just that's enough. And so Um, So
1: with staff persons, you would say three years is too long.
0: (laughs) You know, we need a formula here, Richard. Yeah, well, and again, of course, it depends what you're asking them to do. You know, if I want if I want to equip I want you to start doing brain surgery uh, for Blackview Ministries. I may have to give you more than three years to prepare for that. But uh, if it's just you know being on time, (laughs) like okay, you know, three years. so, uh, well, it depends what you're asking, right? Um, and uh, and also, um, uh, will you miss opportunities if you wait too long on this? Yeah. Uh, and so I, you know, and I, and sometimes again, that can involve staff. Sometimes a, a business, uh, uh, an organization, you've only got so much budget. And so because you're sitting on this underperforming employee, you don't have the budget to hire a performing employee. Yeah. And so you've gone now, uh, how long are we missing opportunities? And sometimes it's, well, and I've done this before. We're like, um, you know, maybe I've got someone who's provided service for me before. And, uh, and so I call them up and leave a message and, hey, I've got a job for you, but they don't get back to you. And, and you're waiting and you're waiting. And meanwhile, you could have already had someone else out there, uh, working on it, but you, you think, well, maybe they didn't get my message or, and, and then you start to realize, or maybe they're just not interested in the work or they're so disorganized. They can't respond. Uh, maybe the longer I wait, uh, the more opportunities I'm missing here. Um, and so, at a certain point, it's costing me to wait any longer hmm. uh, and when it starts costing you to wait uh then you got to say, okay, at some point, the cost gets too high to wait any longer and uh, I've waited a reasonable amount of time waiting anymore and and there are times I've done that i you know i i mean I'm sitting there at a I've sat at actually at a gate at an airport uh, once reading a book, checking my emails, and it seems like things are running kind of late but and then finally I realized they moved the gate and they still have the, the, my flight information on the gate board, <laughs> but they've moved. But if I would checked in, uh, later or whatever, I would have discovered that, uh, they actually, this isn't the gate anymore they're using, but, uh, I almost missed a flight once cause I was oh, wow. too, I was too patient and wasn't, I wasn't kind of checking enough just to make Won't sure let that happen. Again. I should have let my mother done and <laughs> had my mother go up and check if she'd been with me. Yeah. Uh, so it is possible sometimes to wait too long. And I've known people like that. They, they sat on in a, and sometimes by the way, churches will do this. They, uh, well, we've been in decline for years. Uh, we probably should make some significant changes, but let's, let's wait one more year. Yeah. Let's wait till the end of the decade. Uh, and before you know it, there's nothing left to change. Now the the resources are gone, the opportunities are gone. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so you know, I'd i I'd, I'd be watching that as well, and just to say, at some point, we can't afford to wait anymore. We we have to take action. Um, and uh, and so sometimes, by the way, you know, perseverance is normally a good thing, but you can also persevere in the wrong way. You can persevere for the for a, a losing cause. Yeah. And uh, you realize, wait a minute, why do I keep persevering in this? And I, I don't want you to bring up Cheering for the Buffalo Sabers, but oh, uh, was, wouldn't have dreamt of it because I don't think it's been too long yet. I no. think forty-five years, forty-seven years, dropping the bucket. When, just, you,
1: when you look at the grand scheme of yeah,
0: things. Yeah, uh, you know when you take a short view and think like yeah. fifty years. That's that's, when that's you're so, short-term thinking. Yeah, short-sighted people yeah. would have abandoned it. I mean, we're not even decades uh, ago. We have not even hit the century mark yet of yeah. cheering, and so the, I, I, you got to persevere. Great
1: dynasties take time to build. <laughs> that's right. So.
0: So, you know, there, there are those moments, uh, which I, I can't see that happening with my hockey team, but, uh, but in other areas of life where you just realize, uh, look at I, 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 I'm holding on. I keep waiting, but I, I need to be realistic here and realize uh, this person's not turning it around. Uh, this situation's not getting better. Uh, I kept hoping, uh, sometimes to be honest with you, being an optimist can be a fault. You, you, yeah. keep you keep hoping for change but there's no there's no real evidence that change is coming it's just yeah. it's just wishful thinking and so you know you, you I think you have to do some math and so really for the, our listeners today we've kind of it's kind of a funny kind of topic in some ways waiting uh but what i would encourage our listeners today is Take a moment and just take an inventory of those things you're waiting on right now. Maybe you're waiting on God to do a fresh work in your church, your family. Um, Maybe you're waiting on people to finally come through the way you always thought that they could. Uh, Maybe you're waiting on people to to keep their promises that they made you. Um, But look at the things you're waiting on. And and maybe you just need to ask yourself, are there some things that when you finally, when you take a close look at it, you just realize it's just worth the wait. I'm just, I'm going to hunker on down here and wait it out because it's the best alternative is still to wait until it comes to pass. But there may also be some things in your life where you realize I've waited long enough on this. I've only got one life to live. I'm only in this leadership role for so long and I need some results. I, I need some fruit and um, I've, i there's been more than enough time invested in this, uh, more enough money and, and my own personal investment that, um, if, if nothing's happening yet, but it, maybe it will one day, but on my watch, it's just time to move on. And, uh, yeah. and so don't sit on stuff. Um, uh, but, 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 but no, no try, you know, you let God help you recognize the difference. Uh, yeah. sometimes it's worth still waiting. Sometimes you don't want to wait another day and uh, you're going to need God to give you the wisdom, and you're going to just need to do the math and look at the people involved. Do I trust this person in this process, or do I not? And uh, do, I, do I feel like God has asked me to wait? And if he's asked me to wait, I better just settle in. And, uh, and finally, just realize that when you wait with God, it's never inactivity. My dad's always said, waiting on the Lord is one of the most strenuous things you'll ever do hmm. uh, he'll, because he'll be growing you and he'll be building your faith and your confidence and your hope. Um, there's a lot God can do in you and through you while you're waiting. So don't waste your waiting. Yeah, uh, Use your, wait, your waiting well and maybe it's so that you can grow. Maybe God is saying you're not ready yet. Uh, so let me grow you, so that when you're ready, then right in my perfect timing, I'll do what I've always wanted to do in and through your life.
1: Well, it's a great podcast, and it's uh, it's a it's a part of all of our lives, waiting, yeah. big and small. So thanks for walking us through this, Richard